This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about that bill in Ottawa now that uh, looks like it's not made it across the finish line here. This is the one that was proposed by former Conservative MP Rona Ambrose. It would have required mandatory sexual assault training for federal judges. And this bill was passed unanimously in the House of Commons two years ago. How often do you see that? A bill passed unanimously. It then went to the Senate, where it's been tied up ever since. Now, this is a bill that would have required mandatory sexual assault training for judges. You remember that judge who's, who uh, apologized after he told a 19-year-old sexual assault victim, uh, why didn't you keep your knees together? Stuff like that. This is something that was needed, right? I mean, this is why it passed unanimously why did it not get across the finish line in the senate let's check in with senator don plett now he's the conservative whip in the senate senator thank you for coming on my pleasure mike how come this bill didn't get done this thing was passed unanimously by the house of commons what happened we didn't get to it in the uh, chamber it got stuck in committee for uh, almost two years um the uh, Legal and Constitutional Affairs Committee has been busy dealing with government legislation, as has been uh, the Senate policy uh, and rules for 152 years, that when a committee has government legislation to deal with, they're obligated to deal with that. Uh, about a month, month and a half ago, we made an effort, uh, Senator P- Pierre uh, Boivinou, uh made a motion at the Legal and Constitutional Affairs Committee to uh, leapfrog this bill uh, ahead of Bill C-78, I believe, the Divorce Act bill, um, in order for them to deal with it so that we, in fact, could deal with it in the chamber. That was turned down by a vote of 9 to 3. All three conservative senators voted in favor of it, and nine independent and liberal senators voted against that motion. So did, did, it did not get out of the committee in time for us to deal with it. So I think it's very, I think it's very frustrating, Senator, for people to hear this this kind of partisan kind of finger pointing back and forth over this when you have a piece of legislation that has has, has enjoyed wide multi party support. Uh, in the House of Commons passed unanimously. I mean, did you support this bill yourself on the sexual assault training for judges? I absolutely support the intent okay. of the bill. The, the the way the bill was drafted, no, which is why it goes to committee. And the committee put in some very good amendments, which I absolutely supported. But, Mike, let me be perfectly clear. I am offended by somebody saying this finger-pointing. I am giving you the facts, Mike, that a conservative senator made a motion in committee to move the bill forward and it was thwarted by the independent senators not by conservative senators it got held up in committee not by conservative senators in light of that it did not have time to pass the senate well wasn't there also a problem though with you adjourning debate for the entire chamber for the evening and then coming back on a parliamentary privilege motion wasn't that a problem no when 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 did i ever do that you know what? Here's the thing, though, Senator. I mean, you've got a bill that the the country wanted and has been passed by the House of Commons unanimously. It it sits in your cha- your Senate chamber there for two years and it doesn't get passed. I mean, no, you it see did like- not sit in our chamber. It sat at Legal and Constitutional Affairs Committee, well, where we tried to move it out of. 
And we couldn't because it was stopped by independent senators, not by conservative senators. Well, what do you, what do you say to Rona Ambrose? I mean, here's a very respected former conservative MP from from your own party who championed this bill, and she's saying this just shows that you know shows the Senate's just an old boys club. Well, I say to Rona Ambrose to come and watch. Rona Ambrose came and testified at committee. I, I'm sorry, Mike. I cannot help what Rona uh, Ambrose says me? out there. Rona no? is very frustrated oh. that her very well-intentioned bill did not make it across the finish line. But again, not as a result of what conservative senators did. It's a result of what what Senator Delfond, Senator Pratt, Senator Murray Sinclair who voted against our motion in committee. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, though, when you rhyme off the names of these senators, I think most of the people listening, the vast majority of them, wouldn't even know who the, who these people are. Because well, let me Senate, tell you who Senate, they are. Senator well, Murray Sinclair is uh, the chair of the Truth and Reconciliation Committee, a judge. Senator Delfond is a respected judge from, from, from the province of Quebec. That's who they are. Well, I guess the, the bottom line, though, is you guys didn't get this done, and I think for a lot of people it shows that the Senate's a joke. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think the Senate's a joke. We got 21 government, uh, 21 pieces of government legislation done. We are a chamber that is supposed to deal with government legislation. Unfortunately, private yeah. members' legislation takes second place to government legislation. That is what the taxpayers of Canada are paying us to do. I don't think the Senate's a joke. I think the Senate is an institution that has served our country well for 152 years and will continue to do just that. All four parties, all four parties, Mike, all four parties have now committed to bringing a bill forward. When we come back, whoever comes back, whoever wins the election, bringing a government bill forward on the sexual assault uh, and 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 uh, similar to what Ronna Ambrose's bill is, and they will put the weight of the government behind it. That is what should have been done in the first place. Okay, but I, I suggest to you though that it shows that you may say that the Senate's not a joke. But when you have a piece of legislation that enjoys multipartisan support, every single member of the House of Commons votes for it, and then it doesn't get across the finish line. That's what so why people, didn't that's they what make people that are, government legislation? Well, that's what people are looking at the Senate chamber, though, and saying, how come this, how come this happens? How do we prevent this from happening and again? I'm looking at the House of Commons and saying, why didn't you make this government legislation? It was a private member's bill. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And we have rules in the Senate that have stood the test of time for 152 years. Now, all of a sudden, it is the Conservatives' fault because independent senators appointed by the Prime Minister, by Justin Trudeau, stopped this bill from becoming law. And that is somehow the Conservatives' fault. We have 30 seats in the Senate, 30 out of a 105-seat chamber. How can the 30 members stop a bill that 75 other members want? It's impossible. All right, Senator. Thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That is Senator Don. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Platt, he is the conservative whip uh, in the Senate. 
taken some heat over this bill and not making it through the getting across the finish line in the Senate. Let's check in now with Rona Ambrose, the former conservative MP. She's the uh, the who uh, moved this uh, bill originally. Uh, Rona Ambrose, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, no problem, Mike. Thanks okay. for having me. Tell me about your bill. What is it? Uh, what would it have accomplished? Yeah, well, let's let's first talk about the why. Okay. Uh, in Canada, one in three Canadians will suffer um, potentially a sexual assault or sexual violence in their lifetime, but only one in ten will actually report it to police. And when asked, a Justice Canada report and research showed that it's because they have no confidence in our courts. And one of the, the things that was identified is judicial oversight and judges who say things like, why didn't you just keep your knees closed to a young woman who was raped? Yes. Or things like, you know, why did you flirt with him ahead of time, even though the woman said, but I said no, I said no repeatedly. Or judges who say, uh, well, I think she consented and actually let the guy off the hook when the woman was, and this was just overturned by the Supreme Court recently, and this guy was actually convicted by the Supreme Court, which is also a very unusual thing to see happen. But the judge in the trial um, found that this guy, uh, that this woman actually consented, and she was drugged by this guy, dragged into a room, raped repeatedly, and she was unconscious at the time. And somehow he thought she consented. And so uh-huh. sexual assault law is highly complex and nuanced, and it changes because things changes in the, change in the criminal code. And researchers and academics and activists and even judges say that this is the one area of law that judges have to have training, ongoing training. And right now in Canada, we have judges that have been former real estate lawyers, former corporate lawyers, former energy sector lawyers, and they may be very smart people. All of a sudden, they're sitting on the bench, and they're actually overseeing, presiding over a sexual assault case, and they have no training in sexual assault law. So my bill was about was about basically saying, hey, everybody, this is a really complicated area, and if you get it wrong, you really, really screw up somebody's life. So let's get training. And so, as you said, it was a, really a no-brainer, yeah. and it was supported by all parties, all political leaders. And today we have the support of this bill from the Judicial uh, Council, the Judicial Institute, so even judges are supporting it. And yet, it got stuck in the Senate for two years. Was was there any... I. I yeah, that's amazing that this bill was passed unanimously by the House of Commons. You rarely, you rarely see that. Uh, was there any criticism? I, I think there was some some criticism of the bill. That would this create uh, uh, encourage judges to be more biased toward the complainant in a case or the victim in a case? Or maybe if uh, sexual assault training is, is provided by uh, sexual assault centers, maybe it, it, the training would make judges more sympathetic to victims? Mm-hmm. Was, was, that, was yeah. that a concern? Yeah, that was a that was a a concern, but it was very quickly dealt with by the yeah. fact that the training would be actually delivered by the institute that provides judges with training. So okay. it's an arm's length body that currently provides the training. They would be the ones to develop the training. And remember, we're not asking them to learn something different. We're asking them to learn the law, okay. just to be co- just to be competent in the existing law. So you're not asking for bias. You're asking for competency in how they learn the law, right. and that they actually know it. What did you think about the bill not getting across the finish line in the Senate? Well, I think the Senate already suffers from a pretty bad reputation, and people are quite cynical about the institution. And, and this kind of stuff doesn't help, because 
it took 18 months for it to just get to committee. And that committee is where you actually get to answer questions and maybe amend the bill. But we couldn't even convince, when I say we, I mean hundreds and hundreds and thousands of activists and women's groups and men and women that care about this issue. We couldn't convince the Senate to let it even get to committee for 18 months. It finally got there with a lot of public pressure. It was amended. It actually, you know, kudos to the senators on that committee. We made it stronger. And then it sat there for weeks, and it was killed in the Senate. And there was a couple of opportunities for it to actually get over the finish line. And while my bill sat there for two years, 13 other private members' bills passed. So this idea that government legislation takes precedent is true, but other private members' bills passed. So at the end of the day, there's lots of blame to go around in the Senate, but they just didn't make it a priority. Okay. And, and so I, I, you, you've, so. Referred to, you've referred to the Senate as an old boys club in the past, and I, I reminded Senator Platt in my conversation with him earlier about that today, and here's what he said to me. I say to Ronna Ambrose to come and watch. Ronna Ambrose came and testified at committee. I, I'm sorry, Mike. I cannot help what Ronna Ambrose says out there. Ronna is very frustrated that her very well-intentioned bill did not make it across the finish line. But again, not as a result of what conservative senators did. As a result of what what Senator Delfond, Senator Pratt, Senator Murray Sinclair, who voted against our motion in committee. Okay, what, what do you think of that? Well, I think, as I said, you know, when, when all these guys are pointing at each other, and I'll tell you, the majority of senators supported this bill and were really frustrated that a couple of people held it up. And, you know, it's people look at this and they think it's just playing politics. Here was something good. Why couldn't we come together just like we did in the House of Commons? And so what I say to people is, look, This was really unfortunate, and it shouldn't have happened. It was undemocratic. But I do say we should have faith in our elected leaders because they decided to make this bill a priority in the House of Commons. They passed it unanimously. And now today, because of what happened in the Senate, they've all come out together to say they're all going to commit to putting it in their election platforms. Right. No matter who wins government, this will become a law. And it won't be a private member's bill, so no one will be able to use that as an excuse in the Senate. And so I'm glad. I'm really happy to see that the people that represent Canadians have done the right thing. And this is great news because, yes, that was a really tough bump in the road. But all that matters here is that this issue be moved forward and we do what's good for victims of sexual assault, improve and build confidence in our justice system so more people come forward to report when okay. they are sexually assaulted. Okay, so, just, you know what? Just, it's a good news ending. <laughs> yeah, we, did, we just got a minute left here, Rona. I mean, yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day, disappointing that your Senate, your bill effectively dies in, in the Senate. But like you said, every single party now committing to bringing it forward. So it doesn't matter who wins the next next election. It appears that uh, we'll get this. you'll get this done. Yeah, we're going to get yeah. it done. And look, yeah. that's the important thing for survivors and for advocates and activists and so many people that lost faith in their leaders. But... They have to remember that, yes, the Senate, the unelected Senate didn't do us, you know, did us a disservice, but our elected leaders stepped in and said, nope, we're not going to let this happen. We're going to get this done and we're going to whoever wins the election, no matter what, even the Green Party said it, we're going to get this over the finish line. So that restores my faith in democracy to see that our elected representatives understand what an important issue this is and they've listened to Canadians. And that's great. Thanks very much for coming on. 
No problem. Thanks for having me. Okay, thank you. That's Rona Ambrose, a former Conservative MP. She's a former interim leader of the Conservative Party, talking about her private member's bill.